Day one of Gardener's World Live at the NEC in Birmingham. It's beginning to fill up rather nicely. The sun's shining, lots of people with smiling faces enjoying a fantastic show. I'm delighted that joining me in the studio is Ashley Day from Norfolk, from Plant Grow. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you, yeah, it's now, nice to be here. They say, Ashley, don't they, that every day is a learning day. And I've learned something this morning about the the origins of, of what you're going to talk about in a moment. That's Korean natural gardening which is the basis of what plant grow does doesn't it tell me about that yeah effectively it's a really good example of what plant grow is um i suggested earlier there's a there's a korean method of how a lot of people in korea garden and it's effectively taking their fruits and veg and squeezing their first yield over the roots of their plants um, and it, it, it's a good example because we make plant food out of plants. We squeeze the life out of uh, green crops and um, we either take that solid material and make a mulch or a natural peat-free mixture um, and all of the juices from the, the, the crop are then put into bottles for feed. So, so what, what sort of crops are we talking about? And do you use your own land or are, are you using other people's land to do this? Yeah, so we use green crops um, such as maize, lucerne grass, um, rye, um, and uh, we, we effectively target poor soils all over the UK. And what we do is we'll, we'll plant these, these crops and, and harvest them uh, six inches off the ground so there's no contamination and from that produce of that crop what we make we then feed the field with that with that mixture so we replenish the soils and make sure that the soils are, are getting the right microbial value from the product and then the remaining product we produce we um, sell as plant growth. Okay so, so you take that six inches above the ground and you run your your process to, yeah. to generate this this feed is there anything then else added? Does it have to be refined in any way to make it suitable for, for all types of other crops? No, not at all. And I think that's the beauty of plant grow. It is really plants, plant food made of plants. There's no added chemicals, no artificial um, fertilizers, anything like that, no animal waste, and it is just simply plant matter. And um, yeah, it works a treat. The, the, the plants we use specifically um, produce 12 micronutrients as well as their natural MPK. A lot of people will have read um, about the need to use um, pesticides, herbicides, disease control. And I suspect some people, perhaps those new to gardening, might think, well, actually, I'm not. I need to add something else in as well. But is, is the natural process a strong enough process to protect the things that they're growing? Absolutely, yeah. If we were to leave planet Earth and leave it as it is, you know, and we came back in 50 years' time... Um, it's going to be a jungle everywhere because all of the natural microbial elements will, will fall from the organic matter off of plants and trees and, and the grasses and so on. So it's, this, it's the same effect, you know, you get all of the micronutrients and the microbial elements you need from plants and plant matter and we effectively just take that and put it into a, a package. So using plant grow, this natural method, um, the Korean natural gardening principle which dates back to the, the 30s I think, doesn't it? Is there a better yield? Do you get better crops? Do you get better tomatoes? Do you get better cauliflowers by doing it that way? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's phenomenal. We've trialled um, our plant liquids, for example, on anything from farm to, to the garden. And the difference is, is brilliant. We've got some things online as well that, that show that. Um, for example, there's a really cool image of a, a field that we've split um, in half 
one side is using artificial and the other side is using our plant plant growth um, feed and the yield and the, the vigour from that you can clearly see the difference so yeah we've had some fantastic responses and the trials and tests we've done over the years have been phenomenal so um, animal free um, cruelty free uh, I, I guess the, the vegan society or the vegetarian society love you yeah no it's been really good to be honest it was a long process <laughs> um, when did it start and how did it start so we the business started in 2016 um, and it's it started by a family a farming family and the director Steve had, had worked in farming for well all of his life really um, he travelled a lot in Europe and, and came across this renewable energy process and, and thought you know what it's not going on in the UK and he brought that process back to the UK and that was a process that creates a biogas effectively from feeding it with certain di- different types of materials and um, typically you find a lot of the plants now over the UK they'll use food waste or in some cases animal waste what Steve did is he decided to take crop and feed the plant with crop. And albeit a more expensive process, um, he thought it's a cleaner and more efficient way to do it. Um, and out came this brown, sludgy, smelly stuff, um, which he had tested and trialled. And it, it turned out it was really good for plants. So he managed to replace all of the artificial chemicals on his own farms in Norfolk. Um, equate into I think about 150 grand's worth of artificial chemicals so we saved 150 grand and the yield from that first crop from what I've heard from when he told me this story he said it was just brilliant and that was when he knew he had to bring it to the gardeners. A lot of amateur gardeners here uh, at the show will obviously be interested in plant grow for what they do at home. Um, Is plant grow and the business scalable to industrial and farming levels? Yeah absolutely I think um, it's also been quite an eye-opener for us because like I say it's a farming family um, who started with this idea and it wasn't until probably about three years ago where the, the story really started to reach beyond Norfolk where the, where the farms were based and um, it, it's nice to see it because now we're in the likes of Sainsbury's, Waitrose right across the UK. We support over 600 schools across the UK and educating young children about eco-growing and sustainability Um, and I think it's a massive part of of the future it's not just about the products which I think is great because we like to push it and grow as a company but it's trying to educate everyone else into being confident in stepping away from the chemicals and the nasties and getting good results at the same time. It's an interesting time we live in, isn't it? Because um, we have people who want to do things the natural way and look for sustainability. Yet at the same time, some of them, many of them possibly, are sceptical about the efficacy of natural products above some of the chemical or, or, or genetically modified type products. So what, what are your customers saying to you and, uh, you know, in terms of questioning how good Plank Grow is? And what's your answer to them? How do you convince them? Well, it's a really good question. And I think one thing we really value ourselves on is every bit of feedback, no matter if it's from one small-time gardener to a really experienced influencer in the in the gardening community we always take the feedback in and we have made major changes over the years off the back end of that 
Um, we've learned that there's a lot of people who are scared about new products because the risk of um, uh, poisoning their, their gardens. You know, there's been herbicide issues and pesticide issues and things like that. So we took a decision to have our products regularly lab tested. Um, we started this a, uh, many years ago now, and it's just a great confidence booster for the likes of new customers and people interested. They're in sort of that sceptical stage where, you know what, I might dabble in this new material a little bit, and then it's grown from that. Um, so it's all about just taking on the feedback and doing something with it, whereas, you know, without suggesting how other people run things, but there are companies out there who may not sort of invest their time into the community, the gardening community's feedback as, as much as ourselves. And I think that's really important. I guess the other thing is um, people want to do the right thing, but nowadays they have to open their wallets and their purses and, and look at cost. How does Bank Grow stack up against cost-wise uh, against some of the other stuff on the market? Yeah, I think, um, I think it's really reasonable. We try to be as reasonable as we can be. And we've got products that we want to launch, but in some cases, due to packaging either not being sustainable enough or being too expensive, we're still holding fire on a lot of things. So we do try our best. Um, when we sell our bulk bags of material, like our peat-free composts or, or plant-based mulches, um, we've managed to get the pricing down, in some cases, to 13 pence for the litre, which is quite um, compatible in regards to what else is out there. Um, so yeah, we do try, and also, given the circumstances more so recently with the fuel charges and things like that, we've taken extra surcharges in, on board ourselves, which are you know adding on ten pounds or more to our pallet costs. Mm. But instead of offsetting that to our customers, we've we've effectively taken a lot of that on the head. Yeah. Talking of rising costs, uh, just finally, you can't absorb those forever, uh, obviously. Um, how competitive is the, the marketplace that you're in? And, and how important is it to have, and I know you've won an award for this, haven't you, an innovative product like Plankro? Well, it's, it's really um, quite warming to us knowing that what we're doing is right. Um, the, the market is very competi uh, competitive. Um, but I think everyone's in the same boat and, and more consumers, more gardeners are becoming aware that as as businesses, we can't continue to um, just take the hit. We're, you know, we need to work together. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to put different sort of bundles together and packages to make it more cost effective for a customer to purchase. And it makes it more feasible for us to deliver the products direct to to those customers so it's it's a bit of a sort of to and from game we're playing really i think like a lot of businesses uh, ashley now you have to be flexible and and light on your feet to respond to uh, to consumer needs and demands don't you yes yeah especially in today's day and age it's really changing day by day week by week and at the at the moment it doesn't look like things are slowing down on the cost side of things so we've just got to cross our fingers and hope that there's some sort of normality to what's going on in the world. <laughs> Normality. I wonder if we'll ever get back to, to anything we, re we recognise as normal. Um, Ashley, really good uh, of you to come into the studio here at Gardens World Live at the NEC. It is a great show. We can look out of our window here. In fact, your stand's just across the way, isn't it? And there are lots and lots of people running around. So I suggest you probably need to get back to your stand. But for now, thanks for coming in and joining me. No, thanks for having me here.